This is the Influencers Network Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Craig. I'm the Executive Director for Influencers uh, in Bentonville, Arkansas. And I've, I'm uh, remote, or not remote, but uh, do, using technology to interview my guest today. Uh, I've got our uh, one of our new employees, if you will, our new staff guy. Uh, he's the area director in the Tulsa area, Jeremy Warren. Works over there with Frank Khalil. So welcome, Jeremy. Hello. Good to have you this morning. Um, as I, as I told you, I just want um, all our influencers out there to know who you are. And, you know, we're, we're pretty lean and mean staff. We don't have that many staff members, but, uh, but God continues to raise up more and more people to help us uh, in the areas where, where it's growing and, and we need support. And Frank's been, I know Frank Khalil has been feeling like uh, he needed some, some help because Tulsa just continues to grow and explode. So uh You've been an answer to his prayer for sure, Jeremy. So, uh, but I want people to get to know you and your family and all that. So, uh, so Jeremy, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are and kind of where you come from and, and uh, about your wife and your kids and, and all that. And then we'll dive into a little bit of your, your testimony after that. All right, Brian. Well, for, first off, just thank you so much for taking some time to spend with me today and really been looking forward to this. So, um, you know, my, my wife and I have been married for 17 years. We met in uh, December of 2001 at a, a New Year's Eve party, actually, with the church we were t- attending at the time. And uh, we've got five sons. Uh, our oldest is 13. We've got a 10-year-old, 7-year-old, 3-year-old, uh, and 1-year-old, um, all boys. So my mom, my wife is a boy's mom. <laughs> Um, we, uh, we live here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, I grew up in Broken Arrow, was born at uh, St. Francis Hospital here in Tulsa, uh, lived my entire childhood um, here with uh, my mom and dad and a, a sister uh, who's four years younger. Uh, my wife actually moved here uh, in eighth grade. Uh, her dad's company traveled a lot with, when she was younger, and so um, she moved here in eighth grade, and, and you know, we met right after high school, and and we've been together ever since. Cool, cool. So, um, talk a little bit about your your faith. You know, as far as your upbringing and and kind of how your faith journey and where it, how it led you into influencers. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's um, you know, as as most of us, that's a that's a pretty intense story and and can be as short or as lengthy as as uh, as needed. So, um, I'll give you the. The condensed version. Uh, I grew up in church. Uh, grew up in a small church in Broken Arrow. Uh, my mom and dad were were faithful attenders, and and uh, was very consistent. Uh, very consistent there in, in my childhood. Was connected with the with the youth group, and um, as a young adolescent, I started asking a lot of questions. Um, I remember my pastor at the the time actually coming over to the house, and we sat down and had a, a pretty lengthy conversation, and. And I uh, just really felt like I was ready to accept uh, accept Jesus, and so um, went went through the process of prayer and baptism there at that church in Broken Arrow, and and uh, you know of course went into high school age and and graduated and and started you know building a family, and you know there's a, there's a lot of times where I really felt like you know God was stirring you know something within me uh, just for more. Uh, just really sensing that that there was more, and and so 
I, uh, I had actually met with uh, a few pastors, uh, a pastor of the church I was attending at the time and, and met with a couple of pastors outside of the church uh, just because of what I felt like God was doing in, in me and, and uh, you know, really leading me to a, a ministry position. And <clears throat> what's interesting, Brian, I'll share with you is uh, one of the pastors I sat down and met with for lunch, we were having a conversation and, and uh, I was, I was just sharing with him just, you know, what God was showing me in his scripture and just, you know, really what I felt like the spirit was doing. And, and he said, you know, Jeremy, he goes, it's, it's really common for, for guys like you to have this excitement and zeal, you know, as you start really studying God's word and, and seeing what, you know, seeing what he has for you. And a lot of times men and women will, um, you know, think that they're called to ministry because of this. And he goes, very few people are ever called to ministry. You have to understand that. And he goes, you know, it's very unlikely that you are. Um, and he said that to me at, at lunch this one day. And, and I really internalized that, Brian. I, I, I accepted that as truth. I was like, you know, this guy, you know, this guy's someone that I respect. Um, and, you know, I, I, I took his word. And, you know, I, I <clears throat> continued on uh, with my career. I was a 22-year uh, graphic designer and sign manufacturer. Uh, that was my uh, vocation prior to this. And uh, that leads me up to January of 2017, Brian. I was at home. Uh, my wife was in the hospital having our fourth son, Luke, uh, who's three now. And um, I just had a, an encounter with with God that I had never experienced before. I'd, I'd struggled with an addiction for 20 years uh, that I just couldn't seem to, to, to give up. I just couldn't get away from it. And I remember being at home. I had actually come home from the hospital to gather up some things for my wife, you know, to take back up to the hospital for our, our two-day stay there. And, and I just felt the, the spirit just tell me, say, when are you going to give these things up so I can use you? And it was really in that moment I, I knew exactly I knew exactly what he was doing and I, I knew exactly what he was talking about. And, and so in that moment, I just said, you know what, God, I'm, I'm all in, uh, I'm all in. And at the time I was reading through Matthew, the gospel of Matthew, and um, I would just gone through the Beatitudes and was, was in chapter seven. And there's a, there's a scripture in Matthew seven, verse 21, that says, not all who call Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but for the one who does the will of my father, Will enter, and that had spoke to me completely different than ever before, Brian. You can see, it. I take myself back to that church that I grew up in in Broken Arrow, and what I realized is I accepted Jesus as my Savior as an adolescent, but I never surrendered to Him as Lord. And I finally realized that those were two completely different things. Um, I grew up in in a culture in a society that you know teaches us about accepting Jesus as our Savior but never really disciples us to understand what it means to have true surrender. Um, and that really leads me to influencers. Um, right after this encounter, it was not long after I started interviewing with some churches and really just, I knew, man, this is my time. This is my time that, that God has, has chosen for me to, to serve him in this capacity. And I got introduced to influencers through what we call the anchor. We meet every Friday morning. Uh, it's just a time for men to get together and fellowship, worship, and and have a have a message from a journey brother. And I got invited from a friend of mine here in Tulsa named Tommy. And I'll never forget my first time I visited. I walked in the doors, and I was really searching at this time, Brian, for just 
an environment that was that was transparent and intense and and focused and intentional uh and that was exactly what i felt and what i experienced when i walked into anchor for the first time brian i i walked in the doors and i just i sensed that the guys here were different these were guys who were genuine they were raw uh it was everything i was looking for in in you know relationship with other men and um so I started attending that for several months, got more acquainted with the journey process, read the journey to the inner chamber. And uh, what struck me as really, really fascinating is um, right, you know, back, uh, rewind a little bit to 2017, I had started writing a book that I felt God had really put on my heart. And um, which if you know anything about me, this is this is all God, because I hate reading. I hate writing. Always have. Um, but I just really felt him prompting me to write down some things. And so I started writing some things down over the course of a couple months and started formulating this book that I, I felt he was, he was giving me to share the world. And what was really fascinating to me was when I read uh, Rocky Fleming's book, The Journey to the Inner Chamber, there is a lot of parallels in part one of his book and what I felt God was, was showing me in, in some writings. Um, and so it really captured me. Brian, just in a in a very very powerful way, it just it captured me. I joined a journey group, uh, went through the journey process, commenced, and um, you know during that process was when I was connecting with Frank pretty regularly. We were having some conversations through some other relationships, and of course seeing him at Anchor on Fridays, and that's what drew me into uh, being a part of influencers, and I. I just got to a place, Brian, where I said, you know what, man, this is no doubt exactly what God has purposed for me. Mm. So what are some of the, what were some of the key points of the journey that, that really spoke to your spirit, you know, throughout, throughout the whole nine month or 10 month process? You know, there's, man, there's so many things, Brian. Uh, there's, there's so many things that we could talk about in it, but I will say, uh, you know, in the enabling session, um, there is um, a lot of talk about the Holy Spirit and enabling the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, that was something that was not really talked about a lot um, in the, 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 the church background I grew up in. And so really capturing and understanding, you know, not only do we have, you know, the, the fruit of the Spirit, but we also have spiritual gifts and really understanding that each one of us are created in a very unique way. And we have very unique gifts that we're able to use for God's glory. I mean, Scripture tells us that we are the body of Christ. And I think that that goes across so many different, you know, uh, areas that, you know, one of those areas is each individual member has a different role to play in the overall body. And, and so for me, getting to understand that, getting to recognize some of my strengths, uh, of course, I had done some gifts assessments. Uh, you know, in the years past through, uh, you know, some various organizations. And so I had, a, you know, a, a little understanding of it, but it wasn't really till the journey that I really felt that I understood that God had purposed me with very specific gifts to, to use for the body. Mm. Yeah. And the, you know, and the part about <clears throat> that they have to be enabled, you know, I think that was a really key point that if you're not abiding, your gifts will be frustrated, as Rocky says, you know, they'll, They'll That's kind right. of be on the sidelines. They won't be the full potential of what the Holy Spirit wants you to, to do. Yeah. So that was that was huge for me too when I went through it the first time. 
So, um, so you, you, your story is very similar to mine, Jeremy, in a lot of ways. And I, and I don't feel like I was ever discipled. Doesn't sound like you ever had anybody disciple you. Is that true? When you were growing up and everything? That would be true. You know, I, uh, I did not have very many men that were, were really in that role. Um, I had one friend of mine who had had a, a pretty radical life transformation that, um, that was my very best friend, uh, in my twenties. Uh, but actually lost him to uh, cancer. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, I, him and I only had a relationship for a few years, and he was one of the only men that I could really consider a mentor in my life uh, up until then. You know, I was really just focused on studying Scripture and just seeing what God had for me individually and, and not really having those strong bonds and relationships with other men. Yeah. And, and yeah, you know, the quote that we always talk about that uh, most men live lives of quiet desperation, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's most men, you know, they don't, they're kind of loners. They don't really know. I mean, even, even for guys that are social and, you know, real gregarious guys, they spiritually in the, with the deep questions of their heart, they keep a lot of that in because they don't know who they can trust with that kind of, those kind of questions, that's you know, right. those kind of struggles and all that. So, yeah. So, so tell, tell everybody a little bit about, Tulsa and what, you know, what you've encountered, you know, since you've been working in the ministry and, and what, you know, seeing, you talked a little bit about the anchor and some of the, which anchor is kind of fruit of the ministry, I would say, you know, seeing the guys and who've been transformed. There's the, the, what you felt in those guys is guys who are abiding with Christ, right? I mean, but, but tell everybody what's going on in Tulsa, you know, and, and since, and your view of the parade since you've been there. Yeah, you know, Tulsa is just uh, a home for me, as I shared with you before. And, and, you know, Tulsa is just constantly expanding. Uh, There's so much happening here as far as the the community aspect. Um, And so when you look at that, you look at these men that are, that are engaging in journey groups, they're engaging in anchor uh, and getting connected. It's, it's been really, really neat to just experience, you know, life transformation for these guys. I mean, we've seen, uh, just a, a really grassroots growth of uh, journey groups, you know, through Tulsa. Um, as you know, Brian, Frank is a powerhouse when it comes to discipleship. Um, he he knows it, understands it well, and and has committed his life to it. And so, you know, getting to serve alongside him is just a tremendous blessing. Um, it's one of the things when when him and I were talking originally, uh, about, uh, you know, coming on staff. Uh, it, it was just amazing to me to think that to get to work alongside someone like Frank, you know, he embodies everything that we see throughout scripture uh, in so many ways. And, you know, he'll, he'll share with you too, that, you know, Tulsa really is organic growth in every, every aspect. Uh, you know, we, we have really great uh, groups uh, that are meeting all over the place and not just in Tulsa proper. I mean, we've, We've got you know groups that are meeting all over the state, um, mm-hmm. and that's part of the discipleship process that you talked about, Brian. I mean, when we understand what true discipleship looks like, according to Matthew twenty-eight, you know that God says, "Go therefore and make disciples." Uh, it's key that it says "go." There is no uh, requirements besides just having our relationship, having that abiding relationship, understanding what that looks like, and discipling men one-on-one in small groups um, to follow Jesus. And we see that model uh, multiplying uh, every single year through it. Uh, you know, guys that are engaging in the journey process, 
they're understanding what it looks like. Uh, they're experiencing that, that personal relationship with Christ that they've never had before. And they can't help but want to want to share it with everyone they know. Um, and then we see them launching groups, you know, year after year after year. And that's that's what I've seen, you know, over the last few years just here in Tulsa is just that expansion of men who have a heart and a desire of knowing God in an intimate way that they've never had before. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I, of course, you know, I'm from Tulsa, so it's near and dear to my heart. Um, and I, uh, <clears throat> you know, when I was trying to figure out the spiritual climate in Tulsa, you know, Tulsa is the buckle of the Bible belt, in my opinion, you know, and there's a church on every corner. Uh, there's a rich spiritual heritage in Tulsa, some great, you know, great saints of the faith have come through Tulsa and you got all Roberts university that's produced a lot of great quality uh, people in society and believers. You got Rama Bible college. I mean, there's just a lot of spiritual stuff going on, a lot of prayer. But when I started visiting with churches and all that back in the, when the, back in the nineties, even, you know, in early thousands, um, most churches, even the biggest churches didn't know what to do with their men. You know, they didn't even really know. I mean, there was the promise keepers movement, that a lot of churches sent their men to and all that to conferences and all that. But most men did, most churches did not know what to do with their men. A lot of bigger churches didn't even have a men's ministry and then let alone discipling, you know? And so, so I think uh, there was such a need for what influencers filled, you know, when I, and, you know, kind of like God was setting you up to find out about the journey, even with your own story that he was writing through in your heart you know, he was doing the same thing with me, setting me up to meet Rocky. And, you know, so, so there was just a, such a need in Tulsa and I, I, it blesses my heart to see it continuing on, you know, and it's, and it, you know, we started with one group and now I don't know how many, we probably haven't counted, but I mean, how many people you think have been through the journey in Tulsa? Has Frank ever put some numbers to it? Oh, no, I, I don't know that, uh, I don't know if we could put exact numbers to it, but I, you know, thousands, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, and, and are women are women jumping on board yet? Are they starting to slowly uh, in Tulsa as well? Uh, we do have a few women's groups that uh, that have started forming. You know, uh, spouses of husbands who have been through it have transformate uh, you know transformed their lives. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're starting to see that you know engagement from them going. Wow, uh, what we've seen in our husbands is incredible. You know, and you know having our wives to understand what it means to have that abiding relationship. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um, how do you see your role with influencers? You know, I know, I know you're just still learning, kind of getting, you know, learning under uh, Frank's tutelage, if you will, but, but how do you see yourself growing in your role in Tulsa there? Well, you know, it's interesting you asked that Brian, you know, Frank and I just had this conversation yesterday and, and we spend, you know, we spend time each week in prayer about this specific thing of just, you know, because we are very unique. Every every individual is is unique in their approach and and their gifting and and just what that's going to look like. And so, um, really, just been processing through that. I've I've taken some time to really observe, uh, kind of uh, the leadership of of Frank and and how things have been moving, you know, for the past several years here. And uh, just, you know, take, taking that in, uh, Brian, and, and already, you know, starting to really build some, some strong relationships and, you know, from leading uh, Bible study groups and, and leading men, you know, friends of mine in years past, you know, it's, it's really, I've just seen the, the smooth transition of 
what this is going to look like for me moving forward and really just even seeing a glimpse over the last month or two of just some some specific conversations and relationships that have that have started forming. Yeah, and I, I've already seen, um, you know, there's so many orders coming in right now because there's so many groups going on. And we I see all the orders that come in with those Tulsa, you know, zip codes. And uh, and now, now I can forward those to you and you're you're very administrative, uh, so I, you're the type who loves getting that data and following up with people and, you know, making sure everybody's squared away and make sure everybody's trained and all that. So I can already see the benefit of, of you having you there and your gift set, you know, so that's well, been really, one of the, really fun. One of, the, one of the things that's important is being intentional, you know, with these guys that are connecting. You know, a lot of these guys have never heard of influencers, never heard of the journey. And being intentional about connecting with them one-on-one, answering questions, making sure they're they're in, you know plugged into a group, mm-hmm. uh, and helping them really understand what it what it should look like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. There's huge huge need for that. And and like you said, it's now it's going beyond Tulsa because I mean there's already there's already been stuff happening in Oklahoma City, which is two hours away, the capital right. of Oklahoma. Um, and Frank has just been limited on his time to be able to travel and to do that. But now this is going to free up you guys to, to hit some of the more outlying areas and cover the whole state probably, you know, eventually. We do. We've got, you know, there's groups, Oklahoma city, Enid, Bartlesville, um, they're Stillwater. Uh, they're all over the state. And so, yeah, one of the things that Frank and I both want to do is be able to uh, really connect and engage with these leaders, you know, all over the state uh, to just make sure they have the resources they need, the tools they need to, to really help the men in their sphere of influence uh, to engage and, and have a relationship with Christ that they've never had before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, there's a need everywhere. I mean, everybody needs it and, and there's a void in all sorts of places, you know, for, for what we have to offer. So, so tell, uh, tell everybody how they can be praying for you individually and maybe your family as well. Any, any, anything, ways that you might share that, they can be praying it for you specifically and for your family. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, you know, with uh, any kind of um, any season in life, you know, there's always uh, challenges. You know, we're we're in a new season, not only with uh, going into full time ministry this year, but um, you know, also we've got a, a teenager in the house now, uh, which is a, which is a first for us and. And uh, we've got uh, an, a small little boy that's one. Uh, mm-hmm. So we, we've got a, a, a wide range of um, age in our boys. And I, I'd say one of, the, one of the main areas that you could be in prayer for us is uh, just what it needs to look like um, as far as the, the daily flow. Um, as I mentioned, we, we homeschool our boys, um, which is something that we feel very strongly about, according to uh, Christian principles. and. Uh, uh, perspective of that. And, and, uh, so for me working, also working from home, uh, can be interesting from time to time of what it looks like, you know, uh, they're not used to dad being home, but, uh, working from home, uh, and helping them to really process and understand what that means. And so there's a lot of days where I'm in and out, uh, and, uh, there's a lot of days I'm just, I'm out, I'll, I'll leave in the morning and, and I'll be meeting with guys and, and I'll go set up and, and do emails. And uh, as you mentioned, some of the, the behind the scenes stuff from, uh, from offsite, uh, mm-hmm. but really just trying to navigate uh, what it looks like for us being a family who's working from home now, which, which I know a lot of 
a lot of Americans are doing right now. Um, and people all over the globe uh, are kind of navigating that same thing uh, for, for their families in a, in a new way. And so um, that's that's certainly been one of our challenges uh, over the summer and just really trying to pray through what that needs to look like moving forward. So tell everybody uh, the names of your family, because there's some people who like to pray specifically by name, uh, which tell them your wife's name and the name of your boys. Yeah. So my my wife is Heidi. Uh -huh. um, and uh, and then uh, our oldest son is Logan. Uh, he's our 13-year-old. Uh, we have a son, Landon, who will be 11 tomorrow. Mm. Um, we have a seven-year-old named Lane, a three-year-old named Luke, and a one-year-old named Levi. Okay. All else. Got the L names covered, yeah. That's awesome. Um. So I was going to ask you this. We got about five minutes left, but uh, um, <clears throat> you know, when I was in Tulsa, uh, everyone in Tulsa kind of thought of the journey, but they didn't think of influencers. You know, they like what the, those influencers, those guys over in Arkansas. You know, but now Frank has successfully changed that, and now everybody realizes it's not a. It's more than just a process called the journey. There's an army of people called the influencers in Tulsa that are taking Tulsa by storm and doing all sorts of stuff to impact the city. Besides journey groups really um well now now that you've been on staff and you got to come to our staff meetings um you probably have a bigger picture now of of beyond tulsa and just seeing what's going on globally but what what, what has impressed you about that about the overall movement called influencers that you've been on staff you know one of the things i'd have to say brian is is i love and, and it's one of the things we talk about is just the organic growth of influencers that it is really God ordained and purposed, and that He is, you know, expanding it at His pace uh, mm -hmm. across the not only the nation but the but the world. And it's really neat to me to just see how, when one individual takes time to meet with a group of guys, of how that just will expand over the country. And and we have guys who move, you know, move out of town like yourself, Brian. I know you were. A, uh, you know, very, very core piece of, of Tulsa originally and, and moving over to Arkansas. And you see guys who move all over the, the country uh, that have maybe been through a journey process here in Tulsa or one of our other regions. Um, and so I, I just think it's really incredible to see how influencers, um, although, like you said, it's, it's very lean in its staff, is able to make such a, a big footprint uh, in in God's kingdom and and what He has for us here on earth. Yeah, I I yeah I think our you know the the real leaders of this ministry are the guides you know and and we have thousands of lay leaders called guides out there that are are giving their life away you know and 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 I love that aspect too the organic part of people moving and and God kind of gave me a vision right before I moved over here that that He was going to move people through their jobs or through retirement or whatever to new cities where we don't have influencers and they would basically just do what they know to do is start a journey group. And from that, you can t end up, you know, like you said in Tulsa, started one group. Now there's thousands, you know, that are part of the army, you know, so uh, that can happen awesome. anywhere. So it's pre pretty cool. Isn't it? it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Well, um, okay. Well, anything else, any, any final comments or anything about influencers or anything else uh, you want to share before we wrap up here? Uh, you know, Brian, I, I would share one thing, and this this is always something fun. You know, you you had asked a little bit about my family, 
Yeah. Um, some, some of our family did a few years ago that, that would be an encouragement for, for all of our families to do that are listening to this today. Um, we sat down and we each wrote down words on a piece of paper of, of things that were important to us in life. Um, and we compiled those words and, and we prayed over them and, and we looked up scriptures uh, that were related to those particular words. And, and we actually put together a family mission statement. Did you? And, I, and I think this is something really cool for, for families to do that for us, it's a constant reminder each day, you know, as we're challenged with things through life to just reflect on, okay, as, as a Warren, who are we and what is our purpose on earth? What, what are we here to do? Um, and so for us, we, we just determined that our purpose was to pursue God's best. Um, and we created three core values to do that. And our, our, our number one, Brian, is meaningful relationships. The thing that's so cool about scripture is the entire Bible is nothing but relationship. It's mm -hmm. us understanding God's desire to have a relationship with us, that abiding relationship that we talk about through the journey, um, and also relationships with one another. And so meaningful relationships is a core value of ours as a family. Another one is adventurous living. Um, anything worth happening happens outside your comfort zone. You have to push yourself. You have to be adventurous. You know, you have to take yourself out to a place that, that really stretches you. Um, and that's, that's, I think, is a, another principle that God shows us throughout Scripture. And we learn about, you know, men who have done that throughout their life that, that God has impacted for the kingdom. Um, and one area that a lot of people neglect is intentional rest. Um, rest uh, is, is one that I think is challenged in a lot of families uh, in 2020. And, and, um, and it's one that I think is very, very critical for us to look at what it means to truly rest in God's presence, uh, to be one with him and to, to understand his, his will for our life. Um, and so just to kind of put that together, um, pursue God's best through meaningful relationships, adventurous living and intentional rest. Wow. That is our family mission statement. And I would just encourage anyone out there listening to maybe take an opportunity, um, no matter where you're at, of just write down some words, study some scripture, have a conversation, pray with your spouse, um, and put together uh, something for you that helps you determine and understand exactly what it is that God has for you while, you, while you're here. Yeah, that's awesome, Jeremy. I like that. And, uh, you know, um, We'll, when we put this out, uh, yeah, we'll definitely put your email address on there in case anybody wants to contact you and, you know, maybe, maybe they want to send you a word of encouragement or something, you know, as, a, as our new staff guy. So uh, Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll make sure that goes out there, which is jwarren at influencers.org. So uh, awesome. Well, thank you, Jeremy. And uh, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for stepping up to, to be a, a servant of Christ with personal abandonment and absolute trust. And, uh, you know, going on this adventure called Influencers. So uh, it's it's awesome. So again, I, I really, I affirm that you are where you're supposed to be because uh, I, I already see the fruit of it and and just see, uh, I see the fruit, I see the the peace in Frank's face, you know, now that he's got some help and, you know, just the joy of serving. You know, Jesus sent him out two by two. So it's fitting that there's two guys there now shouldering the cause together. That's pretty cool. So, so thanks, Jeremy. Great. Well, I appreciate it, Brian. You bet. You bet. 
All right. Well, this is this is the Influencer Network podcast, as I said, and uh, you know we would love to help you uh, if you're, you're listening to this and you've never been through the journey. First and foremost, you got to go through the journey. That's the most that's the most awesome thing you could do is uh, learn how to become a disciple by going through the journey. So you can learn more about that at influencers.org, which is our website. Uh, we'll hook you up with someone in your who lives near you, or we have a, a bunch of virtual journey groups too, where people can join from all over the country and even international locations. It's pretty cool. So um, we also have a whole lot of other podcasts that we've done, a lot of interviews with Rocky, a lot of other great guys like Jeremy, and uh, those are all on our website and under the podcast uh, tab. But uh, anyway, we hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. I'm Brian Craig, Executive Director for Influence of Global Ministries. And every week, I like to encourage you to abide in Christ and go make disciples. So God bless you.